Hello and welcome to another episode of the Get Rich Podcast. My name is Rich and we have made it to episode 17. I know I've said I've tried to uh, upload a little more regularly, but you know, life happens and sometimes you want to enjoy the craft that you are podcasting about, which my uh path of this podcast has turned more into movies, uh, movies, reviews, movie opinions, what I see, what I think, what's going on. Um, I still talk about uh, music and tech, but not not as frequently as I used to. I'm not as much into the news as I used to be. My news really has kind of taken its path toward uh, more, more of the movie side of everything. So I have actually seen close to six or seven movies that I'll be chatting about briefly. And so let's hop right into it. So in no no particular order, uh, I'm going to start off. I saw The Farewell. Um, I thought this one would be interesting because The Farewell was mostly subtitled, but Sometimes I have troubles with subtitle because I'm focused more on cinematography and the emotion of each character. But I didn't, I don't know, I didn't feel like this one really took away from trying to keep up with the subtitles and trying to keep up with the characters. Um, I thought this was great. Um, You know, I thought Lulu Wang, writer and director, um, stars Aquafina. I, I thought this was a very, very well done movie. I think everyone should definitely... Uh, definitely go check this one out. This one was well done for sure. The next movie that I saw, uh, which I was probably the most excited about for the whole summer was, uh, peanut butter Falcon, peanut butter Falcon starring Shia LaBeouf, Dakota Johnson. And it looks like, uh, his name is Zach Gottsagen. Um, the story about Shia LaBeouf and Zach, they are kind of two, completely different individuals however they end up forming a friendship but the type of friendship is something that i don't think i've ever seen on film or at least haven't seen in a long time um zach is an actual individual with an an adult with down syndrome and shia labeouf just kind of takes him under his wing and just you know befriends him and uh they just have a blast on screen um, I thought this was absolutely fantastic. IMDb is giving this an 8 out of 10. I feel like this is right on the money. I'd probably even give maybe a 9 out of 10. It was probably one of my favorite films of the year so far. You know, it's only opening box weekend. It's, you know, it's uh, at 204000 for the opening box weekend. So I was just like, you know, it's not the most for the opening weekend. Um, and I don't know how widespread it was. I think I ended up having to go... <clears throat> relatively far to even see the film because um, it wasn't playing at you know a local spot for where I am. But you know I would definitely see this. I mean I might even purchase this, and I don't really purchase movies anymore. But you know th- the friendship that Shia and Zach had, and then incorporating Eleanor, um, sorry that's the character's name, Dakota Johnson, um, incorporating them into that kind of three-way friendship. Um, it had John Hawks in it. It had Tom, uh, Thomas Hayden Church, uh, Bruce Dern from the film Nebraska. Um, it had um, Yellow Wolf, the uh, rapper. 
Um, so it had a lot of it had a lot of good names in it. So I definitely thought this one was fantastic. Probably one of my favorite films um, of the summer. Um, the next one I saw, um, like I said, no particular order. This one was a documentary. Uh, this one was called Out of Omaha. This one was still rated pretty high. Um, I actually heard about this film from a local Omaha uh, magazine. Um, I was following their Facebook page, and they were talking about, you know, this is, you know, documentary short film contender, and the the writer, director of this film, not really a writer, more the director, creator of this film um, was on it for, I think they said close to eight years following two um, two kids from North Omaha and just kind of following their struggles, um, in and out of jail with drugs, trying to get their lives straight, being falsely accused. Um, I live in Omaha, I've grown up in Omaha, born and raised, you know, I'm always aware of different parts of Omaha, um, you know, parts where, um, different, um, you know, economic statuses are located, you know, however, this film actually shines a more of a detailed light on you know some of those you know different types of um, lifestyles, whether it be drugs or gangs or different styles of parties or different trouble that people may be getting into. Um, I thought this film was absolutely fantastic um, on a documentary level. I think this you know this definitely hangs you know with the big ones for sure. Um, Clay Tweel was the director of this, and this was actually produced uh, by J. Cole. Most of you know J. Cole um, from his award-winning music that he creates. Um, so I think with that production value, with Clay Tweel's vision of directing, you know, I feel like um, th- this had a fantastic cinematography. It just goes to show you that you don't need to go to New York City. You don't need to go to L.A., to make these big budget million dollar films that, you know, you can be in a city that's, you know, more medium sized like Omaha and you just have to find somebody and you have to be able to um, display their story, you know, on camera. And that's, that's exactly what Clay did. He found um, two brothers, two twin brothers, and he followed them, you know, given that it was almost eight years that he followed them um, all the way up through 2017, you know, which is a long time. But, you know, he made a fantastic story that was an hour and 32 minutes. So, you know, don't ever, um, you know, get down, if, especially as a creative. Sometimes I get down where, like, I'm not in a spot where um, a lot happens or I'm not in a spot where maybe I've shot it or I photographed it multiple times. You know, there's always something out there that, you know, a story can be told or um, something can be created. So this one definitely kind of kind of gets the juices for creativity flowing for me. Um, so I definitely say go f- um, find out where that's streaming because I think um, as the recording of this episode is September 4th, I think this one's going out of theaters either today or tomorrow, September 5th. But I've heard kind of a roundabout way that they are actually putting out of Omaha um, on streaming services. So that's good. Uh, moving on to the next film. Um, I somewhat, I'm somewhat, you know, embarrassed to say that I'm still 
still watching the Fast and Furious series. Um, I've just been invested, and the first one was great. Uh, second one was good. It was okay. Um, then you know, the Tokyo Drift, they did Paul Walker's last one. You know, they had a bunch of they had this massive franchise, and all of a sudden they have Hobbs and Shaw, um, where The Rock is still in it. You know, he's doing his thing. Jason Statham is still doing his. Idris Elba is now in it. Um, Helen Mirren uh, makes an appearance in this one. You know, this one was one of those movies, I have to say, that there was nothing else out there uh, as far as the time I saw it. And I still have the AMC A-listers where I can see three movies a week. And so I, I saw it. And it, it was good. Um, you know, it was your average run-of-the-mill, you know, action films. Um, it had good fight scenes. It had good cinematography to capture, like, that emotion with those fight scenes and the action. Um, the action was okay you know i've seen better action you know i can't give this you know a super high rating i'm not going to give this a super low rating you know this was rated at a 6.8 out of 10 i'd probably drop it down to maybe like a 6 out of 10 um i don't know it was just kind of average it wasn't you know crazy i think it's crazy that their opening weekend got 60 million you know i i hate to say it but i i'll never see it in my lifetime but i feel like that number for $60 million should be on the opening weekend for Peanut Butter Falcon. I feel like more people, you know, want to go see those big action films, those big, you know, crazy, huge budget explosions and, you know, things like that. But, I don't know, Peanut Butter Falcon doesn't give you that. Hobbs and Shaw does. So, you know, you can kind of see where I'm going with that. You know, it was a good film, but Peanut Butter Falcon definitely still reigns above this one for sure. This is kind of like those Pirates in the Caribbean, Spider-Man, Hulk, you know, those types of films where, like, every year, every two years, you're always going to see a film within that storyline or within that franchise. So I wouldn't surprise me if... They continually make, you know, three or four more, you know, Hobbs and Shaw films. Every once in a while, you can kind of poke around on IMDb and see, you know, if anything's been announced or, you know, what this, you know, certain actors are working on, you know. So I see The Rock, you know, he's still doing his show for Ballers. Um, he's still doing some video game voiceovers. He has Jumanji. Um, he has... Um, a couple other ones, San Andreas 2, uh, Big Trouble in Little China, I think that was rumored and it was announced, uh, which I think is interesting that he's going to redo that one. But I, I mean, I don't see anything else as far as the Fast and Furious. They'll probably come out maybe end of this year, beginning of next year as a, um, you know, as an announcement and then start filming, I would imagine, just because these films make so much darn money that it's insane. Uh, the next one that I saw, kind of one of those throwaway movies, um, I took a day off and I went to go see Ready or Not. Um, Ready or Not rated our film running about an hour and 35. It's interesting because it was a comedy horror mystery film rated at a 7.2 out of 10, which I think was kind of high. Um, this had a bunch of people in it. It had Samira Weaving, um, Adam Brody, um, Henry Ches- 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 Chersney. I can't even pronounce that. Um, it had a couple of other big names in it, um, but I don't know. Um, this was, you know, the bride marries the groom and their wedding is at, uh, the groom's parents mansion. They're multi-billionaires, 
But yet every time someone gets married into the family, they have to play a game because that's where their fortune was made on board games. Um, she pulls the hide-and-seek card, and the whole point of the film is that she has to stay alive until dawn. Um, everyone else in the family, including the groom, has to go try and find and find her and kill her. Um, so I don't know. It was uh, it was definitely a strange film for sure. Um, it, I don't think it I don't think it receive it should receive a seven point two out of ten that IMDb is given in. I probably drop it into like the mid six you know range right there. But I don't know you know it was kind of a throwaway film for me like I said. So um, you know I would definitely pipe you know throw it around that area. The next one is Good Boys. Uh, Good Boys was about the three best friends uh, kind of getting into that middle school age, but yet they're invited to one of the cool parties. They call it a kissing party, but none of them have ever kissed anybody. Uh, This one's starring Jacob Tremblay, which most of you know from the movie Room. Um, Keith L. Williams, um, he was big on the television series Last Man on Earth. And uh, Brady Noon, um, it seems like Brady Noon may have had you know, one of his first, you know, major big roles in this, uh, this film was great. Um, I thought this film was absolutely hilarious. You know, I always love when kids can knock it out of the park, um, and they can kind of say jokes and kind of, um, have that humor that is slightly more adult, um, but still pretty funny for kids as well. The funny thing is, is all these kids are of course under 18. However, they make a rated R film that they can't go see, which is, I thought was funny. Um, this one was definitely good. Um, you know, I, I believe this one was also produced by Seth Rogen, which I thought was pretty sweet. Um, Seth Rogen's everywhere. I mean, if you have yet to see him, Seth Rogen is producing and still acting and he's doing like philanthropy type stuff, um, with different organizations. I mean, he definitely has his, uh, hands all over the place, um, which good for him for sure. Uh, but for good boys, they, uh, IMDb is rating this at a 6.9. Um, I, I think this would be a 6.9. I mean, it, it definitely gave me, you know, a, a definite good couple laughs. Um, I do have to say one of my favorite characters towards the end, it kind of grew on me was Keith L. Williams. Um, I thought he just does an outstanding job. He was always the one that, you know, can never lie. He's always the one that he would always break first if there was ever, you know, something going on. And so I thought he did a fantastic job. I would definitely go see this one. Um, It is kind of going downhill a little bit as far as popularity goes the longer it's out. Um, Opening weekend, this one did $21 which I thought was crazy, $21 Um, Gross so far is $59 This one's doing pretty good. So these little kids are, um, you know, racking in the money for sure. Uh, the last movie I saw over the last couple weeks, I finally saw The Art of Self-Defense. The Art of Self-Defense was written and directed by Riley Stearns. I thought this movie was absolutely fantastic. It did have that kind of um, indie, artsy feel to it, a little bit kind of off the wall, um, very dry humor where the humor was placed, uh, pretty much about an adult who pretty much doesn't have any friends, um, he gets jumped. He wants to learn how to do self-defense. And he um, gets into this dojo, this karate dojo. Um, so the main character is Jesse Eisenberg. And there's a couple other individuals within the film that I've actually <laughs> never heard of. Um, but I think they did a good job. Um, in the whole film, 
is just him trying to figure out who he is, trying to become you know stronger as an individual so he does not get uh, pushed around anymore. A um, couple of the you know upcoming films, um, which I'm pretty excited about. I am excited about it. Chapter two. You know, like I said, that's another one of those films I did invest time in and energy to go seeing It Chapter 1. I was never really a big, um, maybe because I was too young, but when the original It came out, um, you know, a while back, you know, I'm pretty, uh, I I wasn't into that one. So I invested into this recent one two-ish years ago. It Chapter 2 comes out where all the kids are now grown up. And so I'm definitely going to go see that one. Um, I did see Goldfinch coming out. That one looks a little interesting. I might want to read the book on that. That one almost looks like it would be better as a book um, where a boy in New York is taken in by a wealthy Upper East Side family after his mother is killed in a bombing in a Metropolitan Museum of Art. Um, So that was kind of interesting. Uh, It looks like it had a bunch of people in it. Sarah Paulson, Ansel Elgort, um, Finn Wolfhard. Uh, from Stranger Things, Nicole Kidman. So that one has a massive, massive cast on that. Um, another one I'm kind of looking forward to uh, that's coming out soon. I know my wife's looking forward to Downton Abbey. I'll probably end up going to that one. I never really got invested into that series, but you know, I think that it looks like they did a good job. Um, one that's kind of interesting that's actually getting good ratings was Ad Astra. Ad Astra, um, starring Brad Pitt, produced by Brad Pitt's uh, production company, Liv Tyler, Tommy Lee Jones. Um, they are all within the film, and they're kind of putting this film, Ad Astra, and Space Odyssey 2001 in the same conversation, which I thought was insane. Um, I don't know. I, I think you're you're putting you know something so high and such a classic, so uh, so important, but then you're having something that hasn't even hasn't even been released to the public, and you're comparing them. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we can go that far yet, uh, but you know that one is that's kind of what they're uh, what they're talking about now. A um, couple other ones. They had Twenty One Bridges come out, or is coming out, um, with Chadwick Boseman. He's an officer who has to try to hunt down um, cop killers. Uh, you know, that's a couple of movies that are coming out in the next couple of weeks or so um, that I'm kind of keeping my eye on. I would probably say It Chapter Two um, is probably the one that I'm probably most looking forward to. Um, so that really much, uh, pretty much, sorry, that pretty much does it for this episode. I usually like to end, um, the episode and kind of where I'm at, what I'm doing, what I'm reading, listening to that kind of thing. Um, as far as reading, I've been getting, getting back into reading. I'm reading, um, a book called how is your soul by Judah Smith. Uh, that book is fantastic so far. It really just kind of gets you, um, to take an inventory of yourself, your soul, how you feel, what's going on, and kind of get yourself straight. Um, podcasts, I recently got on to Endless Thread. Um, it's a public radio podcast, I believe, out of Boston. A lot of their content is based on a Reddit post, and so I thought that was fantastic. What I'm listening to, I recently found the band Fever333. Um, this band is extreme high energy. Um, kind of has a Lincoln Park, Papa Roach, Raids Against the Machine feel. Um, definitely a good rock out band. Um, I've listened to most of their music so far, and I really haven't found um, 
you know, a song that's bad or anything like that. Um, but what I always want to leave with you, you know, I do post this to the anchor application. So if you have that, you can definitely listen to that. Um, you know, I also am on Instagram, not as much as I used to be, but you know, definitely drop a voicemail on anchor or follow on Instagram. I'm rich, which is one R two I's three C's and four H's. Um, like I said, hop on there, um, say hi, share it with your friends. This does go on all of the streaming services and I will leave it at that and I will see everyone in the next episode. Bye.